Welcome to the Smartest Amazon Seller Podcast. It's your host, Scott Needham. Uh, we are going to talk today uh, about how to make you a smarter Amazon seller. Uh, and um, and I always like to make sure that you, when you listen to an episode on this podcast, that you are leaving with something that you know you can make your business decisions tomorrow a, a little bit uh, wiser. So I have with me uh, Stephen from Sales.Support. Uh, he we actually uh, met briefly at uh, ASD in Las Vegas. And because because everyone was like, I, I had like two or three people like within a few hours, they like, yeah, they're like, I need a New Jersey prep center. I need a New Jersey prep center. And then lo and behold, uh, uh, Stephen, who we've actually talked together uh, on Instagram for quite some time now. He was just right there. So I was, it was good to connect. And uh, Stephen, welcome to the podcast. For sure, Scott. Thanks for having me. All right. So um, you uh, have a few different businesses, it, it, uh, all surrounding Amazon to a degree, um, but you have a New Jersey prep center um, and actually a few other prep centers. So, so tell us a little bit about your background. Um, how did you, you know, get into the position you're at now? And uh, I got a few interesting questions that I have. For uh, sure. I, I've never asked anyone. So, so go for it. Yeah, for sure. So, so yeah, I mean, like, I didn't even know you were at that, at that show, but then like everybody kept telling me. And the funny part is we were, we were actually like really, really close to getting a booth right next to you. That would have been really cool. But yeah, I mean, as far as as far as my journey, you know, I started Amazon back in 2015. You know, we started with like everything. And then, you know, what really stuck for me was wholesale. And we had all these services that we were offering. And, you know, and, you know, that kind of like a few years later, you know, can, I got can my you, can, when you're saying services are like services to brands. Services. Yeah, like services to not as much brands. Um, so services. So I was doing wholesale, right? Yeah. So when I was doing wholesale, you know, I got my account probably up to like a million dollars a month. And, you know, I had like a little bit of a partnership. I had a partnership at the time and, you know, they, you know, my partners were having some issues. So at the time I kind of wanted to pivot it into something else. And I had people like in India at the time, I had people in India that were like, Hey, you have a warehouse. Like, can I just use your warehouse? And I was like, I was like, wow, that's, you know, that's amazing. Like, you know, somebody in okay, India is so competing these were, with me. Were these were sellers in India? Yeah. 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 These were wholesale sellers. And oh, we have been building, cool. we'd be building software we to automate the warehouse. And we had a warehouse and we just kind of just took it from there where yeah. we were offering services to wholesale, primarily to wholesale sellers. Then it expanded into, you know, OA and, and private label as well. But you know, the platform, we've been building this platform for a really long time. And you know, at this point in time, it has a, a network of warehouses across the country. Okay. It's really good for wholesale and, you know, online arbitrage, because, you know, if you have like a vendor in California, you're not going to ship that to New Jersey, right? And vice versa, you know, somebody in New Jersey, they're not going to ship to California. They're going to say, hey, yeah. you know, it's going to cost you a thousand bucks, you know, or you know, if you have a warehouse down the block, we do have a truck, we'll deliver for free, but we're not going to California, right? That's crazy. Um, yeah, one thing that's interesting is uh, I started full-time on Amazon in 2013, actually. And it was actually 2015 when um, we sat back and thought, we were like, 
hey, we could do this prep for others. We actually thought about a prep center. I didn't even know it was called the prep center. Right. Uh, I didn't even know that like this would be something in demand. I mean, it's right. insane um, uh, how many people want this service. In fact, if I were to start over again, or if I talked to like brand new people, I'm like, hey, you know, do a few shipments yourself just to find out how much you don't want to actually right. do prep. And um, be, because uh, it, it can uh, really get in the way of, of your focus as an Amazon seller when you can just, you know, include it in your margins and, and, right. and pay someone else to do it for it's you. It's also cheaper. A lot of times it's cheaper to not like we have large sellers. Like at the end of the day, when you do your cost, right, like rent, material, labor, yep. you calculate per unit it'll come out to more than you're actually paying us per or any prep, a lot of prep places, right? Cause, yep. Cause you just have to, you have to actually like monitor, you have to have a flow in the warehouse and you have to like monitor these people to make sure you get maximum efficiency. It is, it is a science. Like it's yeah. really, really complicated. Um, I, I've spent a lot of time in that. I can appreciate the costs and I can appreciate the efficiency. Yeah. And, um, and we 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 got it to just kind of work for just us, and that's probably right. why we didn't want to um, uh, get in the three PL game, uh, get in the prep uh, game. But I want to ask you uh, something that's probably a little bit more specific uh, yeah. than just you know talking about prep centers. But like, let's talk about pricing. What goes into pricing, and what people should be thinking about. If you know they're going to send you, uh, you know, some oversized stuff versus some glass stuff or 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 whatever. Yeah, and so that's kind of like one of the reasons why, like you know, we have this platform. We built this platform, sales that support. One of the reasons is because you know, as a as a wholesale seller, like one of the things that makes it easy for us to buy is to have a fixed cost or to know our costs, right? Like like if you don't know if you're dealing with a lot of SKUs and you don't know your costs. Then you have to like start getting into nitty gritty and like, okay, well, what is this skew gonna cost? And what is this skew gonna cost? And that's when, like, you know, it's like, all right, I just spent way too much time for 24 units, right? Like, like that's too much time. <laughs> yeah. You know, so 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 that's kind of like one of the things that we've streamlined is not only giving you a network of warehouses, but we've also streamlined, you know, the that you know what your costs are gonna be, where the transparent pricing you know, based on the prep that's there, like the platform will show you exactly what prep is needed. And it will also automate, like you don't need to do anything on the shipping side, right? Because right. So let's let's go through scenario. And um, I've been pretty intrigued by online arbitrage in the last month or two. Um, right. It's a good spot for people to start out on and actually to start out to, it, it could also scale um, if they get good at, you know, finding opportunities and, and buying and, and maybe they have, you know, the money to, to go big. So if someone's doing online arbitrage and wanting to use a prep center, which I would generally recommend to them, um, uh, what, yeah, let, let, let's go through that scenario. Say they're going to send you a hundred units. What's that going to look like? Yeah. So, you know, so whether, you know, it doesn't really matter which warehouse, but if you're sending in a thousand units or a hundred units, let's say, for example, um, you're going to see the exact prep fee when you upload your order, right? And then once you upload it, it'll take you through the entire process that you're gonna go through on Amazon. Okay, this is your onboarding uh, like software or shipment creation yep. software. Yep. This mm -hmm. is something that you guys built. 
yeah, we, yeah, we built it. We've got a large team and, you know, we're really focused. I was really focused on automating the warehouse because, you know, like your costs, like, like if somebody's prepping and they're doing like, you know, two, like two stickers a minute, you know, all of a sudden, like they could be doing four, like that's double the units. Right. So yeah. that's, that's where like majority of the cost is labor. Right. So we wanted to streamline the process in the warehouse. So we built a platform that you, whether you're using a 3PL or you, you have a 3PL or you have, you have your own warehouse or, or you're just shipping from your garage or your bedroom, whatever it is, right. You want to kind of streamline the process of, you know, creating listings, creating shipping plans, you know, determining where your units are going to go and getting those labels, you know, without having to go through all the hoops that you do on Seller Central. Okay, so um, you guys are connecting to seller accounts uh, through the software and, and kind of making this a, a quick onboarding process. In fact, um, uh, do... Do you have to like get on the phone with people for the first time? Like when they're, when they're like, say, like they say these hundred units. No. So what we do is we just send out a template. We include a YouTube video. We include a video you could find on YouTube, but we also just send it out. Oh, I it love pretty it. much shows you, it shows you the process Yep. because uh, a lot of sellers are new that are coming to us. They're new and they're like, Hey, I'm just getting started. I want to, I'm going to ship in a test order. Um, you know, I may be doing a thousand units a month at some point, but, you know, I just want to test this one unit. Right. And then obviously, you know, we can't get on the phone and kind of just explain to everyone the process. So we have a YouTube video. We have a step by step onboarding. You go through on the site, you, you know, you create an account, you upload your PO. It, it creates all of the SKUs on your Amazon, including including the, the listing. It checks for your shipping capability. It checks for any restrictions as gating, hazmat, things like that. Make sure you can actually ship it so that this way it doesn't get stranded in our warehouse. And, you know, it kind of just takes you through that flow. It, it may take like a total of like 20 minutes for like a new user to kind of go through that flow. Okay. Yeah. But like that, that, that's still uh, generally, um, you know, very approachable. Um, so um, let's say we're doing a thousand units um, on, on, a, on a shipment, two SKUs and maybe uh, how much, uh, should we be factoring into our, our prices? Yeah, so the prices are transparent. They're all on the site. But as far as labeling, it's 34 cents a label. You know, and it's as far as bundling, you know, you could have a bundle of two, bundle of 12, doesn't matter. It's 46 cents additional for the bundle. So you're looking at 80 cents. Some people are like looking at our prices and they're telling us like we're stuck in the 90s or something like that. You know, because like, it's, you know, it's like under a dollar for like a bundle of 12, right? Like, you know, that's kind of, like while like other prep centers are like dollar fifty for just a label and inspection, you know it's crazy. So, so yes. Yeah, so what, really what about what about bubble wrap? Um, bubble wrap is eighty cents for bubble wrap. Um, so you know, and, and again, like the platform will show you the exact fee that you're going to occur. So you can actually do your product research and it'll show you all that. But yeah, it's eighty cents to 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 bubble. Um, if it's like a single unit and it needs a poly bag, that's the same 46 cent uh, bundle fee. So that's also 80 cents. And yeah. Okay. Uh, the other, thing, the other and, thing that we have as far as pricing is the shipping. You know, I think the shipping is something that it's really underrated because not a lot of people take into account the cost of shipping. We have certain locations, certain warehouses, have, we have our own freight Right. So it'll drop it. It'll take the pallet. It'll we'll consolidate, you know, multiple, you know, customers stuff 
and we'll deliver it to Amazon ourselves, right? So instead of like, you know, doing an Amazon partner where they'll trap it for two, three weeks, sometimes even four weeks, we just we just literally just drop it there. It takes two hours. We'll drop it there. It'll get checked in. And we offer a flat rate, 30 cents per unit to deliver it to Amazon, which is probably like 60 cents cheaper than if you ship a box of like 24. Um. Awesome. I, I actually, I think one of the main reasons I wanted to get on the podcast was just to talk about pricing so people can like really think and get their minds around, you know, sure. what this ultimately is and why I more and more, I'm like recommending to people like, Hey, you know, don't, don't, don't open up your own warehouse. You're committing to a lease. You're committing to, um, you know, employees, a structure that sometimes may work. work. It may work against you. If, so uh, much if you want to flex, uh, if you want flexibility in your business, if you want to grow fast, you want to shrink, you want to travel. Whereas um, I, I'm saying this as someone that's been in the wholesale game for about nine years, and right. I've seen our ups and downs, and how like you know uh, what our warehouse is like, uh, what opportunities it's given us, and then also the 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 negatives. I mean, like. Um, I'll actually just say probably the worst thing that has uh, happened with our own warehouse is um, when we run out of work for them to do. Right. And when we have like 80 employees and we started getting our pallets down to like 10 uh, or fewer, we start to make really bad business decisions. I mean, like uh, they're the best decisions we can make at the moment, but right. um, we have, we, we have paid employees to go home at times or even it's just as bad to send them home without paying them because then right. you're going to lose employees. Uh, right. you're, you're not a consistent job like most people, uh, a lot of people need. Um, so that right there, like I hope like you, anyone that's like trying to scale, consider, um, consider this. And um, uh, now um, let's see. How, so how, how how big is your warehouse or your so the one in um so the one in in new jersey is we have we have two one is that's processing another one is like storage where we will take stuff back and forth so it's a total of forty thousand square feet in new oh, jersey wow. that's the that's more closer to where i'm located my office is in new jersey as well um the one in California, we have we have about three in California on our network. One of them is Dave from LA Prep. You know, he processes through our platform as well. So, you know, whether you're shipping to New Jersey or you're shipping to to LA, you know, it's the same universal experience. You just upload your order and then you just choose which warehouse you want to ship it to. Um, you know, so there's also Texas, Ohio. There is, um, there's one well, on Long Island. Well, shoot. What if this podcast goes viral and like all of a sudden we send you way too much work? <laughs> I mean, yeah, we'd have to, I mean, I don't, I don't really know what that looks like because we're about to get like a, like an automatic sealing machine, which is like supposed to do like 10,000 units, you know, a day. Um, another ceiling machine. We have you know, like a few of them. I, I've got a horror story. We we bought a machine um, from China, and mm -hmm. uh, it was exactly the machine that I wanted. I still like think we we still have it. Um, right. We couldn't figure out the electric. We we couldn't oh, we couldn't get it hooked up. And um, I mean, it's again, just What's that? Did you call an electrician? Yeah, yeah. We brought an electrician. 
Really? So he couldn't he couldn't hook up to twenty to the machine. I'm, I'm going to tell you the main reason why I think that uh, it's not set up yet. Um, that's because I'm not there problem right. solving and like right. really, really focusing and getting it done. I just have yep. other businesses that I focus on yep. and our, our warehouse is in a different state. And so when I'm in town, like I just have to focus on the bigger personnel issues and sure. um, I would have done something. I would have contacted our supplier in China and be like, okay, you got to like help us get there. But like, how long just, is it sitting there? It, we've had it for almost a year. Um, <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's crazy. So yeah, I mean, that that comes back to the whole like, you know, you get in your warehouse, right? Because you have to like manage, you have to manage it, you have to, and then the people also, like you have to work, if you want like really efficient people, you have to actually spend time with the people and kind of explain your goals. Like, hey, look, like I need you to work on this machine, set it up, you know, call the yeah. electrician. I need you to devote time to it. You know, otherwise people just come in, they do their job and they leave, right? It takes a lot of time dealing with yeah. all the different stuff. You know, I was talking with one of my best friends who wants to start a supplement company. And I was telling him, I was like, okay, you know, you do this, you do this, or this, but like use a prep center. Don't do this yeah. yourself. And like, he's an engineer. And so very much like he wants to like think about economies of scale. And right. he's like, he's like, well, like, you know, eventually we want to scale and we grow and then, then we'll get our own warehouse. Right. And I'm like, no, no. don't. Even worse. He, because um the savings is just not worth the headache right. if it's even savings at all like the reasons that we discussed you know right. like you know I, it's not unless you're uh i mean doing you know 50,000 units a month and it's just very like consistent and you know exactly what yeah. to expect and you have good shipping you know routes would I say like, okay, maybe, maybe you're ready to like, uh, shave there, off. There should really be only one reason why you have your own warehouse. Just one reason, right? Like the only reason why you would have your own warehouse is in your, you're in the warehouse business, right? Like if you're doing 3PL or, I mean, like if you're doing like, like private label, you're not in the warehouse business, right? You're in the making product business, right? <laughs> yeah. Like if, like if you're a 3PL, you're in the warehouse business. So you can focus on your business, right? Otherwise, like if you're just, if you're just, you know, buying and selling products, that's not the warehouse business. Like you need to be specifically in a warehouse working in it. And that's the only reason you would have your own warehouse in my opinion. Yeah. Well, um, Stephen also, before the podcast, I was showing him like something I'm working on. Um, I haven't really told my audience too much. Maybe by the time that this uh, podcast is live, it's actually live, is that we're building out a directory of all things Amazon, you know, all the events, uh, all the YouTube channels, software services, and actually uh, 3PLs. And I showed Stephen, I was like, well, what do you think about this list? And his first thing is like, this doesn't tell me anything. It doesn't tell me anything about pricing. It doesn't tell me anything about um, how the onboarding experience is. Like you may have to call someone up. And even then, like maybe the first shipment comes in, you have to call them again. Um, and it's making like, me- How do you know up. if you're going to have a good experience or not? You don't right. unless you create a shipment and you get screwed over. Yeah, uh, totally. And so, um, and so he's definitely- a, already shifted my my thoughts on that like i need to prioritize like the 
you know, you could go to some random uh, prep center and who knows where um, randomly, there's actually a ton of prep centers in Montana. Um, right. And, but, but like that can be a high touch experience when I actually think you probably want to, you know, fewer touches um, and uh, uh, software supported things. So um, uh, I think you could quickly see that, uh, you know, uh, I, I quickly saw when I spoke to Steve and ASD that I was like, okay, like I got to get you on because like you got some software and an onboarding process that I, that I can get my, my. I think by the time you, you release this, this podcast where, cause we already have a network and we already see exactly what's inbound and we can see exactly how many units are being processed from each warehouse. So we could literally give you an exact turnaround on how long each warehouse would take you and then the cost. So, oh, wow. you know, that kind of. Cause like a list is just a list. Like I still got to call you. I got to make a process. I got to get your pricing. I got to see even if, is anybody even available to pick up my phone call? Right. Like, like that's, you know, a list is just, it's nothing, right? Like okay. it doesn't give me any information. I got a few specific questions. Um, back onto the nitty gritty details. What about oversized products? We don't, like right now we're not charging any oversized fees. It's just a flat really? 30 cents a ship. Yeah, what if, I'm telling what if, you, what if we get, so like, like what if we get to like a lot of oversize? Like, if you start sending us like bathtubs or something like that, I'm probably gonna call you. <laughs> um, well, uh, that's funny you say that because I I think my warehouse once we accidentally ordered three. Um, they weren't bathtubs, but they were like troughs for feeders right. for like agriculture, and like right. um, they were big and not not the business that we wanted to be in. Um, then what about um, what type of if I'm sending my first shipment and I'm saying I'm doing online arbitrage, I'm ordering it from Kohl's.com. Um, okay. What type of things do I need to do if I'm just going to ship it straight to your warehouse? Right. So the what type of things do you need to do? Yeah. Like besides following the well, you got to we give you a video you have to go through the process of uploading the order to our platform. And then, and then, and then our platform will give you a reference number. You put that reference number on your PO, right? Because otherwise a lot of people just call us and they're like, Hey, what's your address? I want to make this shipment. And we're like, Hey, slow down. Like don't ship us anything. Cause if you don't have a reference number, how are we supposed to know who it belongs to or where or who yeah. it's for okay. or how are we going to process it? But what about, um, what, what if something comes in and with multiple packages, sometimes the supplier will actually have multiple warehouses that they ship from. And, yep. um, the, I guess every single one needs the same reference number. So the reference number is, it's actually a PO name, right? So that reference number needs to be on either the package or the order. Like if it's online arbitrage, they could put it into the shipping address, right? For the last name, you could put the PO name. So this way, when it comes in, we could just type in the reference number. We'll pull up your order right away. And then we start receiving it, right? Like okay. if we don't have that, then it's like either we're looking at ourselves like, all right, who does this belong to? We don't know. There's a delay. It goes off to the side. And then, you know, we got to start digging. It just, it's a huge delay, right? Um, sometimes I, here's, here's probably the... Right. <laughs> One of my least favorite uh, Instagram DMs that I can get. If someone is asking me what uh, what prep is needed on a product, right. and while 
I like to geek out on all things Amazon. <laughs> I don't spend my time prepping. I'm actually not the best person to ask. Right. So um, what if someone ships you something and they have no idea what needs prep? So all the prep requirements come from Amazon. Okay, you're you're using what Amazon says. You're not strictly Amazon. Amazon tells us we got to bubble wrap it. We're bu we're bubble wrapping it. We're charging but you for bubble wrap. Are you? Uh, I I think sometimes they don't actually know what a product needs. Right. Are you ever referencing just their guides, or are you using their API and saying like, okay, the API says we do this. So we we mostly just pull from the API and whatever they say we need. Now, obviously, if there's like if it's like a new listing and it's like glass and, and the API is not telling us to do bubble wrap yet, you know, we will like if there's glass and there's glass, if it's a glass bundle, like we can tell right away it's going to come broken because we also process removals in the warehouses. So we know we see things a lot. So in that case, we'll actually go, you know, the extra mile and then bubble wrap it and then just add it, you know, manually on it. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, I like that because uh you know uh, you're also solving another hurdle in that um when you run a warehouse you actually have to really learn uh different prep types and mm -hmm. how to like do that in an optimal way and it's really like it is technical there's a lot of corner cases there's a lot um we had our entire shipping shut down because um you saw no no it's actually around um pennants we had these like they're like these 13 inch pennants or sorry 17 inch pennants and like um amazon thought they were like regular size but like if you that the regular size if you fold them if you curl them and we wanted to ship them in like you know the actual length so they don't fold so that the customer doesn't like get upset about it but that ended up getting us suspended and um that's kind of one of the reasons why i'd be like i just like let someone else figure it out. Um, sure. Yeah. Um, do you see a lot of shipping suspensions? No. Uh, we, we, I mean, there's, there's been instances where like, I've seen like a lot of sellers like taking advantage of like inbound claims. Yeah. You know, like I've seen that and then I have seen them like come back and like, Hey, like, you know, you, you know, you're just abusing the system kind of thing. Okay. But otherwise, I haven't seen any kind of um, shipping suspensions. And, you know, with our platform, like we handle all of the shipping creation, all of the labels, you know, so you don't need to make because a lot of times when you do it on the front end, you'll get like split shipments. And we like to just put things on our truck and deliver it to Amazon. So, you know, we have a certain way of how we create shipments and it really saves a lot of time and money because you don't have to sit there getting labels. Yeah. You literally just upload it. The warehouse will do the rest. Well, um, yeah, um, I've only got one worry for you. Your ship, your your pricing is like pretty darn good, uh, right. and um, and you know you might find some some uh, sellers or that like they just want to like they're gonna they, they can overload you with work. There's uh, sure. uh, there's a big demand out of the here. And so, um, you know, if someone comes down your door and they want to do, you know, a uh, hundred thousand units a month, like uh, you gotta be ready for a few of those. Yeah. We've actually, so what we did to kind of like, we've had that before. What we did is we set up 
a satellite warehouse specifically for certain sellers. So this way they're never like, they're never like on the back burner. The, the people that are in that warehouse know that specific seller and okay. we've limited it to like six, like high volume sellers. Oh, so cool. we, yeah, I actually have on my YouTube, um, it's the FBA machine. I have, I have like warehouse work throughs, walkthroughs, like where I actually show like specific, you know, warehouses and who they're for. Right. So some of them are more, you know, prep for like certain specific sellers. Some of them are more for like, you know, all types of sellers. So, yeah, I mean, we've definitely, you know, people like that usually approach us and we usually were able to accommodate. Oh, I love it. Um, interesting. Well, um, so you definitely know, know this business. Are you still a seller yourself? No, no, I stopped selling. Not because it was a conflict. I stopped selling because it's just a lot of work. <laughs> <laughs> There's like, a lot of, it was just yeah. too much. Like yeah. people always ask me like, like, oh, how come you, if you know so much, how come you don't sell? I'm like, I'm like, I'm, I'm like, I'm doing like all these shipments already. Like you want me to like handle all these shipments and like, cause it's a separate business, right? It's yeah. like, I'm in the services um, business. It really, it really is. And as someone that's been running a few different business models at once, like, I'm like, I'm done doing that. And I'm going to try and like, yeah, simplify my much. life. Hopefully at one point I'm able to tell the audience like, Hey guys, I'm out of this business. Sorry. <laughs> right. Um, and, uh, cause I think technically I've got, uh, on my tax returns, I'm going to have four businesses all around right. Amazon and like, let's cut that down to three or two and I'll be a little bit happier. Right. Um, cool. Um, well, Stephen, thank you so much, uh, for, uh, showing your transparency around everything. It's sales.support, right? That's the, sales. That's yep. It's sales.support. So dot support is the extension. Yeah. Um, if, uh, now before I, I let you go, tell, uh, my audience, uh, the smartest thing that you have done in your either personal life or in your career, give us a smart hack. Yeah, for sure. So like, so when I was selling for myself, like maybe back in 2017, I would break things down to specific tasks. Right. And then I would delegate those tasks. Right. And honestly, I think that was like one of the biggest things because when I, when I, once I started doing that, I started seeing like the hockey stick effect, like in my sales, right? Because a lot of times people want to like do everything. They want to do like their own 3PL. They want to do like their own buying. They want to, they, they're like, they're quality freaks, right? So they want to like have control over everything and they want to just see everything, right? So like for me, everything is an SOP and it's managed by KPIs, right? Like that's all it comes down to. And then once I was able to do that, I was able to get more peace because I was like, I was spending less time, you know, with all the every, like there's so much, you know, miscellaneous like conversation. And this was, this was just by splitting the the different types of things that you're doing, just like completely splitting it out. Even like within one business, right? Like, because within one business, when I was selling for myself, I was doing, I would, I would split everything out, right? So I had one guy just opening accounts, another guy doing product research, another guy doing reorders, right? I'm like, if either one of you do anything that you're not supposed to, that process gets slowed down and our growth gets affected, um, right? I've also heard it framed a different way that, um, you know, if you give someone two jobs, they're going to do both pretty poorly. You know, right. people really can just do one task and do one task well. 
and, yeah. and get really good at it. If you but, if you try and have everyone be a generalist, um, even yourself. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, like, and then, and then some people will say like, oh, well, you know, they'll they'll look at the amount they pay you, right? Because like, because like, you know, you have different pay, right? You could have like a VA and then you could have like, you know, an executive, like no matter who it is, right? It doesn't matter who it is. You wanted to do the job well, like just give them one simple task. They will come back. They will perform for you. You know what okay. I mean? That's what it comes down to. Love it. All right. That's great advice. Um, uh, so uh, this is Steven with sales.support. If you need a warehouse, check them out. They got an automated onboarding process. So really cool. Um, and that wraps up today's podcast. Thank you. Thank you everyone for listening to the Smartest Amazon Seller podcast. Hope to see you in the future. And uh, with that, we're signing out. One, two, three. Yeah.